two, one. What, what are, are you wearing? wearing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know what we were doing. I was like, are we recording the intro again? <laughs> or are we saying, are we saying, hey? Okay, now let's pretend that we're starting the podcast for the first time. Okay. <laughs> oh and? My. And we're dressed. We're dressed. And we're back. And we're better than ever after this summer hiatus. We are fresh. Well, I think we should tell our listeners why we were off, which is actually a really fun, cool, hip reason, which is that we were both traveling. Yeah, we I was busy. I was, I was kind of like, why were I was like, why were we off? We were both busy. Um, yeah, we took a break to just enjoy our summer and yeah. have the freedom to move about and the world, the world. And now we're back. Chloe, where did you where did you go? I went to Europe mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. I definitely feel I've been telling like whenever I tell people that I just, I feel very self-conscious. Um, and I don't know why, I guess like I need, I think I need to unpack some like class, <laughs> like warfare in my mind or something or like, like I, um, <laughs> I don't know, but I feel a little self-conscious, but I did go to Europe. It was really fun. Um, I went to Prague. I went to France. To France. Where in France did you go, Chloe? Sorry, um, I just want you. I I feel like yeah. These, these questions. These questions sound so natural, Amy. Um, <laughs> ooh, I went to Paris and stayed with some friends. I went to Toulouse, which is where I used to live. Um, you went to Paris. I went to Paris. <laughs> yes, I, I saw so many French women. <laughs> With, yes. their, with their je ne sais quoi. Um, <laughs> the je ne sais quoi. And I, yeah, Paris was so great and Toulouse was great. And you know, yeah, I used to live in France and I, ha- I had to leave early because of COVID and I, I left with it. It was like I had 24 hours notice and it was very hectic. And so I hadn't really said, I didn't say goodbye to my friends in a proper way. I didn't really have closure with that time in my life. And so mm-hmm. it was very, very special to finally be able to go back and I saw lots of really, really good friends. I saw some of my former students, my former colleagues, and then my old roommate and I from Toulouse, we went to Madrid together to end the trip and spent three nights in Madrid. It was, that was so, so, so fun. Um, And then I flew home and went to bed. And then the next morning woke up and taught summer school at my school to... (laughs) To, to then to pay for my Europe trip. <laughs> that kind of sounds like a, a Hannah Montana moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I got the best of both worlds. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like one moment at you know having a lot of fun eating tapas and drinking sangria <laughs> in Madrid, and then the next day I was sitting in a classroom in Brooklyn trying to get a kid to write an argumentative essay. It's the uh, Chloe Chloe dichotomy. Yes. Oh my. Wait. <laughs> It really is. Oh For anyone Chloe. listening, I always spell Chloe's name as Chloe with the accent mark on the E. And so it's like, it's your, her alter ego. But it, it kind, it in kind Europe. Of is. Yeah, yeah. In Europe, I'm Chloe. Chloe was, was fully alive um, this summer. And then I tried, I tried to bring her back with me to the United mm-hmm. States. I'm trying to have much more thoughtful meal times, which I think is very European. I'm trying to take a full lunch break at work and not eat mm-hmm. at my desk, um, which I think is very European and very important. Yeah. That's like, um, not to sidetrack you, but that reminds me of the quiet quitting phenomenon that alleged, like in quotes, that has been, I guess, discussed a little bit, which is basically just doing your job, which includes taking a lunch break. Mm-hmm. not eating yeah. at your desk yes that has also been at the forefront of my mind um, <laughs> because I do think I have coworkers that listen to this podcast I will leave my comments at that but that okay. has been I've been no it's such it, it, it really relates where like I thought about that a lot this summer of just because I think that is very European of like you work during mm-hmm. your work day 
then you go home and you don't work and your you know your lunch break is is very serious and vacation is very serious um mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it is like you can't really be a good employee or like contribute well to whatever team you're on if you aren't kind of taking those breaks so I, de- I definitely ascribe to that and it, it, that is very much on the forefront of my mind like I am at work and I like I do I'm not like slacking off or not doing my job but it's just like mm-hmm. No, I'm just I'm gonna just do my job requirements and not feel bad about that because I for some reason it's like I feel there's something where it's like I'm doing like I'm doing my full list of job requirements and I'm like I'm not mm-hmm. doing enough or like I'm not mm-hmm. going above and beyond um so I, yeah I'm trying to stop going mm-hmm. above and beyond. I'm sure you're doing a great job too Thank you. It's yeah. It it is hard though because I do just I want to do I want to go above and beyond, but it isn't mm-hmm. good for me and doesn't really matter. I have a lot of other comments about like what what that means in the workplace, especially for women at work. Yeah, and what it means to go above and beyond, and not just in situations where like I've pressured myself and have felt so disappointed when I haven't been able to like fulfill those expectations and then you just think about it and you're like well like this doesn't really doesn't really matter unless you want it to and then I think that that comes from like a very empowered place where let's say you're running your own company or you're part of a company that like you're all in for and you're really passionate about then it makes sense to go above and beyond because it's like vocational but if it's just a job where you can just do it and then go home and then not do it. Don't, don't wear yourself out. Like put that energy into other things. Yeah. So we've had a lot of problems as a society from people going above and beyond it at work and then not taking care of themselves or, and their families and their relationships. And then like, we've really suffered, I think a lot because of that. So quiet yeah. quitting is good Yeah. for the most part. Quiet quitting. Thank you for bringing that up. Sure. I can't, I can't wait to talk to you more about it off off air. Um, but what were, yeah. you, what were you doing this summer? Well, I've just been a busy lady, but my, my traveling, um, I went, so we talked about my trip to England, so I will leave it at that. But then I also went to Hawaii in you July. Were, you had such a good outfit. Thank the you. The Hawaiian shirt with the shorts. Thank you. Um, Hawaiian shirt on world off so I captioned that in my Instagram photo but um no I this is also kind of a funny like internal class thing that I need to work out because I feel quite guilty for saying this but it was my third time to Hawaii and uh the previous two times I had been there I I went to Maui when I was 11 or 12 and I did not enjoy it um I got island fever a little bit. And then at the end, I read the last two Harry Potter books. And so that (laughs) made it worth my while. But I was just, I'm not really a beach person unless I have like a lot of control over my beach setup. But then this trip, my parents and my sister and I went to Honolulu. We went to Oahu and it was marvelous. My sister and I were able to have our own room and I was able to get on the rental car And so my parents got to have like their own special vacation and Julia and I were together and we, we just loved, we loved Honolulu. We loved Oahu. I thought it was a great balance between like natural beauty and a sort of city that really good food. And yeah, every day was so, so fun that I feel like I'm, I'm Hawaii pilled now. Like I get it. I get the hype about Hawaii. Like Hawaii pilled. (laughs) That's like, yeah. I have to say, I, I feel no strong desire to go to Hawaii, but then yeah. also I feel like I know that if I do go one day, like I'll never leave. Like I'll, it, cause I, I just, that's what I've heard people say is like when, when they go, they just love it so much. Yeah. I, I think that having a lot of, I should frame it this way. I have, can have a hard time traveling. And so I have to go above and beyond into making sure that you know, I'm packed okay. And that when I land, I can transition mm-hmm. well into a new environment. Um, this is a very common, like autism thing, actually a very common trait where we can have like breakdowns when we travel, we can have meltdowns or shutdowns. And so I figured out ways to tolerate like being on planes and to, or to tolerate 
not being in not being totally in control of my like immediate surroundings what i also heard you say is go above and beyond with travel yeah don't don't go above and beyond with your job go above and beyond in situations where you not doing that could end up being very expensive energy wise time wise self esteem wise relationally etc yeah when it's worth it yeah and you know where I would like to go above and beyond? On our podcast. On our podcast, um, which I Ooh. it feels it feels good to be back. Yeah, it really it feels very cleansing. Yeah, and have our every other week conversations. Yes. Yeah, I also think I feel self conscious that we do the podcast every other week and not every week. Why but though? I don't know. I could be. I guess because like most podcasts do every week, and I I think I just I want to like keep up keep up in the rat race. Yeah. But also, um, who cares? <laughs> well, this was one. This is one thing that I go through a lot with. I know this is, sounds silly, but like with my cooking and art Instagrams, where mm-hmm. I would feel there are people who put so much into like their food Instagrams and they make reels every day and they're constantly making new recipes that gets really expensive very quickly yeah and by it's, the way it's, it's so time consuming too it's so time consuming but then one thing that I found with just like letting myself post when it feels good and when I feel like it um is that like eventually the posts accumulate mm-hmm. like if you just keep doing what you're doing it will it will accumulate. So like we will eventually look back at this and be like, oh my god, how have we released so many episodes? But like we'll have been able to sustain a schedule too, so that we can release that many episodes. Yeah, you're right, and I think it is. Um, I like that we do every other week because I don't I don't think that I could really handle doing it every week at this point. Um, it's a lot of pressure and- creatively too. Yeah, that because I remember we were when no when we were doing it every week and we were like we were both like I don't even know what to talk about anymore like I feel like we just talked about everything last week so yeah. no this is this is good for right now I just don't want to let the um I don't want I don't want to let the good people of Australia down <laughs> oh my gosh our loyal <laughs> listeners no I have one last thing sorry to go no, it's all, okay. like like preachy about it but um no so I read the book what I what I talk about when I talk about running by Murakami like earlier in the year and he talked about writing and how he picked up something from Hemingway. If you're going to pick up anything that Hemingway is putting down, but Hemingway used to quit while he was ahead with writing. Like he would stop writing while he was still in the swing of it so that he would be able to like look forward to getting back to that. Like he wouldn't use up all of the juice, if you will, like he would leave mm-hmm. some. Well, and so I feel like doing that with any creative pursuit anything really instead of like burning yourself out or doing too much is like more there's something about it that feels more fulfilling yeah it's like I feel closer to what I'm doing when I'm not like overextending yeah myself so we shouldn't go above and beyond in the podcast no we should go we should we should go to like where we feel really good and then stop there okay and I think that's what we're doing yeah um, I also I just I do want to circle back to Australia because I don't think we ever <laughs> talked about that on the podcast. Oh my gosh. But um Amy and I got an email. I'm gonna try to pull it up. Um Amy and I got an email to the what are you wearing pod email. It just says from Carlos. We did? Didn't I tell you? Yeah. Wait. It just says it, the name oh. is just Carlos. And it says the subject is what are you wearing is ranking very well in Australia. And then it starts with this. I'm going to just read the whole email. I think I think it's worthy of this time. I do Hello. think so. Hello. How's it going? Hope all is well, period. New line. I have some cool information that might interest you. New line. Your podcast, What Are You Wearing?, has good performance in Apple Podcast rankings. Position number 54 in the category Fashion and Beauty, Australia. And then... Position 216 in the category Fashion and Beauty in the United States. So that was from Carlos. 216 in the U.S.? In Fashion and Beauty. Wow. There are a lot of Fashion and Beauty podcasts. So, I mean, or so I thought. (laughs) 
Look at us Actu- go. Actually, Amy, there are only 216 fashion and beauty podcasts. <laughs> um, just kidding. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, I think we had been meaning to share that with uh, with everybody that our podcast is ranking very well in Australia. Shout out to all the Australians listening right now. We are so blessed to be in uh, the top 54th fashion and beauty podcast in your your beautiful country. Thank you, Australia. I've been you to know Australia, what? actually. It's a, it is a beautiful really? country. Yeah. You know, what the, you know what the best part of Australia is? The accent. Is, yeah, when they say, no. <laughs> no. The best part Nerr. of Australia, besides my aunt and uncle and my cousins, is the Instagram account, the Kimbi- at Kimbino or the Kimbino. She's like a fashion lady, a fashion Whoa. maven. And she's her. she's a sharpshooter is what I'll say. I'll have to look that up. I don't know. Yeah. She, um, yeah. And another good part about Australia is that they love our podcast. Yeah. Um, what if Kate Blanchett is listening to our podcast and from Sydney and Nicole Kidman? Yeah. I was like, who is listening to our podcast in Australia? Do you like, do we have any connections? It must just be Kate Blanchett and Nicole Kidman listening. Um, is there, I didn't know you had family in Australia. Are they listening to our podcast? I don't think so, but it would be really cute of them if they did. Yeah, maybe that maybe they're our whole listening base in Australia, <laughs> yeah. getting us to the you know top fifty four. Um, but congratulations, Amy. Congratulations, Chloe. I love that for us. Uh, so yes. Maybe maybe someday we'll be number one in Australia. Maybe someday we can go and do like a little junket there, press oh. junket. <laughs> Live live shows throughout Australia. Yeah, oh. live from the Sydney Opera House. What are you wearing? Oh, <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> I think that that seems really feasible and really fun. Because um, we were talking about this before we started recording too. Just the idea of like, just like keep putting stuff out there, and you never know like where it can lead. Hey, we want okay. we we want Stanley Tucci on the podcast, and we want a live recording in the Sydney Opera House. I'm now that I about- think about it. I also want Kate Blanchett on the podcast. Yes. I feel like she and I would be friends. I think you, I think for sure you two would be friends. I love that idea. And just to announce this, I, what, wait, why did you? I'm just waiting. I'm waiting with bated breath. Um, It's probably going to be in the episode title, but this is a special episode of what are you wearing? And why is it special, Amy? Well, Chloe and I, um, have had this idea kicking around for quite a while and we thought that it would be super fun to do a review of our lists. So this is the special list review, the episode that you have all been waiting for. If you wanted to know what happened um, with the various things that we've ta- that we've discussed, um, you're in luck. Yeah, we will be devoting the next however long to this the next- topic. The next increment of time. <laughs> yeah. For those that are unfamiliar, at the end of every podcast episode, Amy and I always talk about what's on our list, which is essentially just like what we are thinking about. And it could be related to clothes, um, pop culture, but tr- truly just anything that is occupying space in our minds and in our lives. Usually yes. like three to four things every episode. Um and so, yeah, we just wanted to, we want to do a little review, catch up, and see whatever came, whatever came from those. Um, so I don't know. Do you wanna? Do you have anything that you want to start with? Yeah, there's some. I want to ask you about something that I've been okay. thinking about. I've been dipping my toes into it a little bit. It's all the way from back from episode one. Cycle wow. syncing. Wow, cycle syncing. Um, actually, perfect timing because I did start my period today. So, <laughs> oh, um, it's wow. So look at that. That in itself is cycle syncing. Um, yeah, that was episode one. I was getting really into the concept of cycle syncing, which is just that you can kind of adjust your life to the different phases of your menstrual cycle to kind of optimize your well being. Um, And I just, I thought about that a lot and I started to track things more seriously, but then I, I haven't really done anything, but that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because just this weekend I was talking to a friend about it and I thought Mm -hmm. I really, I should get back into thinking about that more. Um, cause I just don't 
do a lot now. But I guess I changed a little bit. Like I changed my workout routine to sort of work around that. And I think I give myself Mm -hmm. a lot more grace like during the harder parts of the month um, just to not like push, push, push so much and workouts or like activities. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think I try to do that. Have you thought about it at all? Um, I've followed a couple of Instagram accounts recently that specialize in cycle thinking. And so I think it's something that's that's very grounding um, to track. And it I like systems like that because they remind me of routines. And they're mm-hmm. kind of like you can establish rules for things like an etiquette, if you will, um, for... <laughs> uh for your cycle and I think I've always personally been quite embarrassed about having periods and I don't like them and I have really strenuous ones and so I look forward to establishing a sort of etiquette and routine that will feel very grounding um and I think the more I do that I will kind of begin to unpack some of like the shame and embarrassment that I have felt Mm. around around having a period and they will hopefully become like less painful and more manageable. My periods used to be really intense and like really like, you know, I, I've had a hard time in school for a lot of, for like a multitude of reasons, but I very genuinely think that my period, like some kind of premenstrual dysphoric thing really impacted like my academics a lot. Mm. And just because like that stress and that change would be so severe. Yeah. So, yeah, so I look forward to, like, rebuilding my relationship with my period. Yeah, I think that that's really, yeah, I think that's really beautiful on that. That's why it it appeals to me, because there is just something powerful about, like, first of all, it's just, it's, like, powerful that your body moves through these cycles and is, Mm -hmm. like, is constantly, like, doing so much Mm -hmm. um, and, and is always changing and then I think it really is so empowering because I think when I'm not, when I wasn't aware of it previously and even today, like if I'm not thinking about it, it's easy for me to be like, oh, why am I so tired right now? Or like, why am I so emotional? Or mm-hmm. why am I so free? But then when I can frame it in terms of like, oh, no, wait, this actually makes sense for like where I'm, where I'm at in my cycle. Yeah. It can, it's a little bit empowering. And also then... I think just by knowing it and learning about it and researching, I I then know like, oh, I think I should eat this, these foods and I should do this type of workout and activity and like these, you know, take care of myself in these ways mm-hmm. to help me feel better. So anyways, enough about periods, but yes, I should, I want to do more with cycle syncing, especially when it comes to like food and just eating in that way, like for your body. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I would like I would like to return to episode one as well and ask you mm-hmm. if you ever wore a tie pin. Not yet, but that I think will materialize quite soon. Also, once it starts cooling off and I'm trying to be quite intentional about, you know, if I get something that's not as much of an everyday piece like a tie, mm-hmm. I have to got to figure out what kind of tie and then what kind of t- like tie pin to wear but at work I can dress a little bit more formally and so I think I will have an opportunity in the next few months to start doing fun things like that that's so I'm really excited I'm so happy for you thank you um so yeah so that's tie pins and then I did I have some I have some of them written down yeah me too um, from from the early eps uh one thing that I noticed actually quite a lot um, with the with the first couple of episodes, and I think that this is really funny because it ran through. So on the first episode, so during the first episode, you talked about wanting to show your legs more, mm-hmm. um, and then the next episode, you've talked to, you talked about wanting to wear knee highs, which I would love to revisit. And then like later on, I forget which episode it was. Um, we talked about wearing shorts, and I think I know how that has been going. And so I, if you're comfortable sharing, I'd love your thoughts. Thank love, you. Yeah. Yeah. On it's that progression. A, it's, it's been a journey. Um, no, that's, I would say that is, I mean, I, I would, yeah, I would say upon reflection, how my life has changed the most, like since starting this podcast is probably that I'm much more comfortable with my legs. Um, woohoo! Woohoo! 
and shout out to Amy for being very encouraging. But I think also just, um, I don't know if it's, if it really is the podcast or just like life or I, I started doing yoga and working out so much more consistently that I think my legs mm-hmm. just also got like more muscular, um, which is, you know, non-muscular legs are also great, but yeah, I just, I was, cause I was thinking I had Chloe, I think the episode that I talked about wanting to wear knee highs, I was specifically mm-hmm. referencing Chloe seven knee and her, her mm-hmm. legs and her, how she always wears knee highs. And I yeah. didn't, I didn't ever wear knee highs, but maybe I'll try that in the colder months. They're but so fun. Thank Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I said yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, they are so fun. I definitely want to try that. But what I have been wearing is this like little mini denim skirt. Ooh. And I feel really cute in that. And Yay. My, and, my, and my legs, my legs are out in the sun and I feel really cute in that. So yeah, that, that is definitely like has been a progression. Yes. And you also got a fantastic pair of Levi's shorts that are amazing. I did. Oh my gosh. Sorry to, sorry I to put the words in your mouth. No, thank you. I need to, sh- I need to shout it from the rooftops. Cause I, yeah, as you know, short, I just, I hate shopping for shorts, shorts and I have a really hard time. Um, and I did find an eerily good pair of Levi short, like they, like they fit me so well and are yet still like so comfortable. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, shout out to those shorts. It was a, yeah, it was shout a, it was a legs. It was the summer, legs. the summer of legs. Wow. What a great summer. You have um, really long legs. And like, I think I've like, my legs have, are not like super skinny in that way. And so I like, whenever anyone would have like really skinny legs, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like they're so lucky. So that's where it comes from. I like my legs, but, um, but yeah, so I'm very pro. I'm very pro showing, showing what you got with mini skirts, shorts, knee highs, etc. Yeah, and you know who does that really well is Leandra Medine. Like she yeah, always has she's... like cute, but she go. I, I... No, <laughs> but but like I feel like Leandra is Leandra is very very thin, and I don't think she would if she was listening when she does. My friend Leandra when she does listen to the pod. Um, yeah, by the way, me and Leandra are kind of friends. We're cut. We're friendly. They Instagram, <laughs> they Instagram each other. Uh, they 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 message each other on Instagram. I want to say. Every so often. Every so often. I don't want to, I don't want to be a bother. Um, but no, she's, she's very good at that, but she's, she has like remarkably thin legs. And so it's almost not, it's almost like, well, of course mm-hmm. she is. Um, but yeah, no, she, she rocks, she rocks a hot pant and a short short. She does. Do you yeah. own any hot pants? Not at the moment. Not at the moment. I own like quite a few pairs of shorts, but I've been enjoying jeans this summer. I've been wearing baggier jeans that my sister is always like, these are too short for me. And I ordered them. Do you want them? And I'm like, sure. Um, and like baggy jeans have been, have been nice. They've been good to me. Yeah. That's so good. When I saw you. Oh yeah. Also Amy and I saw each other this summer in person. We reunited at Lux, (laughs) Lux central. I can't. I was sure. like, well, maybe we shouldn't say the name of the. Oh, such a number. We reunited at a coffee shop in Phoenix. <laughs> um. Okay. Back to lists. I. This wasn't. This was not on the list. But I would like to know if you are still wearing nasal strips. Oh, n- I actually haven't been wearing them for the last few months, and I should start wearing them again. Do you notice Thank a you. difference? Um. Nasal strips, much like my ADHD meds, are very funny where it's like I don't notice the difference until I like use one. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a profound difference in the quality of my life when I wear nasal strips. I think I think that I felt a little bit weird about wearing them, not actually not because of how they look, because I think that they're so funny, Um, but because I was like, holy, holy cannoli. Um, do I like have a deviated septum or like something and I should go see, so, go see a doctor about this? Like if there's that profound of a, of a difference between no nasal strip and nasal strip. And you, do you, so, you still want to, do you think you'll go see a doctor? I would like to in the like relatively near future, just to know whether or not it's something that like should be taken care of. I saw my GP about it and I don't like 
this is a topic for a different episode. I don't like doctors that much. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not distrustful of the medical system. I think I'm actually a little bit too trusting of it where like doctors have said things to me over the years that were very damaging and not true. And so my GP kind of like dis- was a little bit dismissive. So oh, no. I might go get it, go get a second opinion. Okay. And Which I, I, think is, and then- I think is always good to just like, yeah, get a second opinion or be informed and don't just trust like one, one doctor. And like advocate for yourself. You know, there's yeah. always the thing of like not, not wanting to be like, oh, well, I read this on WebMD and, you know, obviously not. Like I have a lot of respect for, for the profession. Um, but I've heard just countless stories of people, particularly women and like women, people of color, et cetera, like being really treated very, very poorly by the medical mm-hmm. system and having ending up in like life threatening situations. Not that my nasal strips are anywhere my nose is anywhere near that, but ending up in very bad situations because they were not listened to by doctors. Yeah, 100%. And that's my my mom is ve- is very much an advocate of this as well. And like anytime mm-hmm. I go to the doctor or have an appointment, she makes it a point to just be like, you're the consumer and like you like you need to ask, like don't leave until they've, they've answered all of your questions and like make sure mm-hmm. that you speak up and like whatever uh, is mm-hmm. very important. Okay, but I hope... I hope you find some answers and yeah, go get, go get yourself some nasal strips. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's that on nasal strips. I'm trying to think of what else there. I mean, there are other things on the list that, that I've, that I've been thinking about. Um, you got, you got a compression shirt, right? Cause you're wearing it I right now. Did So yeah. So this was the big topic uh, several episodes ago of um wearing compression clothes oh i would like to follow up just quickly because during the same episode we talked about the concept of a suit made out of athletic fabric oh yes i remember that yeah and prada prada has one of their like their proprietary fabric is called like re nylon or re nylon or something like that uh and it exists so there there's a nylon blazer floating somewhere wow that prada made are you so, going to get it? I mean, <laughs> no, that's the thing. It's like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would necessarily, if I could really like afford to get it, maybe, but I would like that style of blazer to exist, you know, in outside of Prada. Did you ever get an eco-friendly perfume? No, I did not. Well, sort sort of, but no, okay. I did. What I've just started doing, well, first of all, First of all, no. Second of all, when I went to France, it just really reminded me of how badly I want a perfume because mm-hmm. and it's just like France is such a perfume society and like there are mm-hmm. just so many fun perfume things. society. Sorry. Um, but yeah, for so yes, for those of you that are unfamiliar, I had a perfume that I wore for many years and then suddenly for various reasons, it stopped smelling good to me and it actually smells really bad. Mm-hmm. But it's not expired because to other other people smell it and they're like, oh, this smells normal. So I literally think that like my my body changed. Um, what would you like to smell like? That's the I think thing is a good is, question. Because then in in France, I how would was. You like to smell? How would I like to smell? Because in France, I was so I was semi shopping, but not really. And I like I would I smelled a lot of perfumes, but it's overwhelming because there are so many. Mm-hmm. And so many smell nice, but I'm like, I don't know exactly what I want. How do you choose a signature scent that you wear forever? Which I guess I've done it before, <laughs> but then it's, I'm like, I'm having like an identity crisis because suddenly this one that I liked, I don't like anymore. Um, so I smelled a lot. I think the the, the two co- companies that I really liked are Joe Malone and um, mm-hmm. Maison. Oh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. And I, I get nervous. I've never said it out loud before. Um, Maison Margiela. Oh, Margiela. Margiela. Thank you. Is that See? how I've heard it? Marge- yeah, Margiela. Margiela. Um, yeah, this, we're, not, we're not a fashion podcast. Let's remind people. But <laughs> yeah, this is not a fashion podcast. They, I feel like they had a lot of good 
contenders, but they're not necessarily eco-friendly and mm. or like good for you. So long story short, I didn't I have not purchased anything new, but then I, what I just started doing is my that French oil that I have that is it is like a natural product ish. Mm-hmm. Um smells so good, but it's not like it's mm-hmm. not a perfume, it's not a strong smell, but I have just been like up putting that on my arms every day and hoping Lovely. that hoping that it smells nice. I'm sure it smells great. I should have sniffed you um, when when we met, but I don't know if you had the oil in Phoenix. I should have sniffed you. Um, <laughs> I should have taken a, taken a whiff. Well, I get. I also let me just pat, let me run this thought by you because I think about this a lot, and I don't think I've ever said this. I've never talked about this to anybody. I mm-hmm. get worried. So, like, think about throughout the course of getting ready for the day, mm-hmm. all of the different smells that we are putting on. Plus, just like mm-hmm. our, our like, you know, everybody has like a different smell. Um, mm-hmm. And then on to like, I get worried that I have too many smells going on. But then I think maybe they're just, maybe they're all blending in into one distinct, unique Chloe smell. It's um, interesting that you mentioned that because I've never noticed. Uh, I think that this speaks to maybe like women who put more stuff on like our shampoos and conditioners and mm-hmm. even makeup sometimes has has scents. I've never noticed too many scents on anyone. I've noticed like bad smells and good smells. Yeah, okay, it. but not but not like a stack, not like a stack. Not of a sm- a smorgasbord. Okay. Of scents. Because okay. <laughs> I'm I am like I'm like my shampoo smells a certain way, my conditioner smells a certain way, my body soap smells a different way, then my lotion, then like mm-hmm. my oil, then I'm gonna put perfume on top of that, and like I just I just think about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Isn't it weird that certain people smell a certain way? Oh, yeah. Well, certain people, they do, people do have distinctive scents, but it is like that is influenced by like products that they use for yeah, sure. Yeah, because actually I, the, the first guy I ever dated, I remember what his, it was either cologne or his soap. I don't know. To this day, it remains a mystery. But to this day, I will. To this day, I will. I will smell that like out on the streets, uh, or like someone else will be wearing <laughs> it, and I immediately like am like, whoa! Like I'm, I'm brought back to the to that uh, that moment many, many, many years ago. Um, oh my! <laughs> oh my! Um, and it's not even a good smell. It just like is what he smelled like. But the note the smells are very strong. They're also it's I think maybe I did mention this when we when we were talking about perfumes, but the olfactory system, our our smell system, um, there's no barrier between that between sense and the brain. So a smell just goes directly to the brain. And that's why they're so significant with like people, with food, with like clothing Mm -hmm. and things like that. And like the thing that I always remember is being in elementary school um, and in middle school and absolutely desperate for like a polo shirt from Abercrombie oh and my it was gosh. At, at like those stores and it had, they were so appealing, I think because of, because of the, that scent, whatever Abercrombie like perfume or cologne mm-hmm. that they were pumping through the vents <laughs> there um, was so distinctive. And it, at the time it smelled so good. Um, yeah. And I think that that probably drove a lot of business to, to their stores. For sure. Yeah. And it, that, I just had memories of like walking. I I didn't shop there a lot. Or was it Hollister that had, or was it both, was of, it both of both of them? Okay. There, which one was dark? Like always really dark inside. They both, they both were. Oh, okay. I just, I remember the Abercrombie smell more distinctly than I remember the, the Hollister well, now, smell. Cause I'm definitely, I'm thinking of a smell, but I, I wonder if I'm thinking of Abercrombie or if I'm thinking of Hollister. I guess I need to find them all. <laughs> Do they still smell like that? I don't think so. Oh, no. The world has really changed. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Um, well, I was going to bring up, I once on a list mentioned a song by Remy Wolf called Woo. Oh, my God. I listened to it, by the way. Yeah. Isn't it fun? It is so fun. And I was just going to say, I'm still listening to that song. I think it's great. Um, but she has many other songs. And she recently released a um, 
like a live a live studio album uh, just of of her of some of her songs that she's already published but just like a live version i think at electric lady yes live at electric lady um wow she is such such a great live performer which i just think can be hard to have like such a good sound post-production but then also be like really phenomenal live um so i applaud her and i would really really highly recommend everyone listen to from this album her live album she does a cover of frank ocean's pink and white incredible perhaps life-changing um you heard it here first (laughs) she will change your life um yeah i think what's funny about the lists lists that's hard to say plurally lists um and just the pod in general like I like going back to I was going back to search through like what our lists had been and just what we had talked about and some of it I'm like I don't even remember this um but we but we talked like we talked for like like over an hour every time and then 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 it kind of then we just like kind of I just like send it out into the void and it leaves my my memory like send it to Australia I just send it to Australia (laughs) send it to Australia and hope that it lands um but two things I wanted to bring up one was in I, I think this was episode I don't know like six maybe Mm-hmm. or maybe earlier i don't know one of the episodes in the notes for the list is just sam shepherd in a cowboy hat <laughs> i have no memory of talking i was like i've never heard of that i don't i don't even remember who sam shepherd is um but so we don't really need to follow up on that i just wanted to bring that up well um, <laughs> that speaks for itself it still does <laughs> yeah we don't i guess yeah we don't really it doesn't really need a comment um <laughs> but i remember you had talked about <laughs> like foundational dressing and kind of in the sense of just like the the things we do to get yeah ready to get dressed kind of how yeah. is that how is that going it's still a work in progress honestly i think i'm like doing the work to to have a good system for it but just to reiterate the concept i think and i think i originally got it from like reading some article in high school about how like French women dress or something silly like that. Um, but it did talk about how like part of the reason why in this article that like French women look good or like have the je ne sais quoi is because it's not just the outfit. It's like, you know, um, it's like their nails are manicured, if not like groomed. Um, like they, they have some kind of skincare thing that works they exercise to an extent so it's like all levels that go into creating a good outfit are taken care of that doesn't necessarily have to mean like you know getting facials and getting your nails done all the time um but it does it's like you know you're preparing your canvas if you will like you're you're setting the table for a really good meal um and that's something that speaks to me as someone who just really wants to wear simple clothes where it's like okay how can I get my skin good how can I get my hair good it's a separate separate topic um what can I do for like what are all of these little details that I can um ensure are are sort of on point so that if I am just wearing a t-shirt and a pair of jeans that they look great and a lot of that has to do with those sort of foundational items so that's something that's really I think that that's a really important philosophy for me in terms of getting dressed and in terms of um selecting clothes because the garments that I want to wear are so much more simple that it's like I I I want to make sure that they look how they're supposed to how I want them to yeah and I I think I I I really like that concept as well for similar reasons and also just because I, I do think there's something to like when you have taken the steps to kind of feel put together, the mm-hmm. way that you move through the world is is different. And I think like a, a, a different type of confidence comes with that. But I think it's very different for every yeah. person, like kind of like the the things that make you feel put together and beautiful and grounded and stuff like that would might be different for me because everyone has their own rituals I guess is kind of the word that is coming to my mind like different rituals of beauty and of getting put together and of getting ready 
Um, but I think right. when you really do those and then get dressed, like it just all kind of feels better. So I, I see it in that way too. Um, the, the example that they gave in that article was actually, um, or one of was actually about how like, you know, well, and this is probably not true, but like for, from, from this article and I remember it so clearly was that like French women will wear like actual lingerie under, under their clothes instead mm-hmm. of just, mm-hmm. you know, think some whatever, like undergarments. Um, and that is like less appealing to me because underwire bras are really uncomfortable, but the idea of like, like taking time to think about your bra and underwear and whatever makes you feel like sexy, if that's what you're going for, or like even put together, um, or things like that, like underneath the outfit, you can carry yourself a lot differently. Maybe for some people that is like really fun lingerie and like that. And like, as you were just saying, they can carry like the way that they carry themselves can, can change a lot just based on something like that. Yeah. 100%. Um, I feel like for, yeah. Do you, I like, I feel so powerful when I have matching bra and underwear on. (laughs) Yeah. So powerful. Like, and yeah, like that for no, for no purpose other than that's, it's just under my clothes. Like, but I just, I'm like, I, I just feel so put together. Um, and yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that the, like that it's all, it's all a part of getting dressed. And it's a lot of fun too. We've talked about like, when does it, when is it fun? When is it meaningful? When is it frivolous? Like that is entirely subjective. I think that that's fun. And I think that it, ma- I think that it matters. Like the way yeah. that you carry yourself in the world or the way that you want to, it matters. And I think it can, it's like subjective we're like, yeah, it, like it, it can, it can become frivolous. <laughs> We're trying like, to be accommodating here. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just trying to think I'm saying like, so there are some just like beauty standards and beauty routines that are like really hard to maintain and expensive yeah. and like bad for your body even sometimes. And so I think it sounds like what we're talking about though, is more just those, those little personal things that are like, exactly. that really help you feel like yourself and mm-hmm. I think, yeah, even just, yeah, taking time for me in the morning to, like, I like to dry brush before I get in the shower. Or, like, I have, like, the little gusha stone to do, like, a little facial massage, and that is, like, really nice. And, again, like, nobody sees that, but it just helps me feel, helps me feel better. For sure. So, Chloe, there is one other thing. I mean, there are a lot of things that, that we could continue talking about, but there is one very special item from uh, one of your more recent lists that I would like to discuss. And that is um, that that is just friendship and friends and the power oh. of friendship. And that just made my whole made my whole summer really because it was the summer of legs. It was also the summer of friendship. And yes. I think that that deserves to be talked about again. Yeah, I think. Um... I remember when I that was on my list and also just thinking back the last few months and even the months before that um it's kind of difficult for me for various reasons but mm-hmm. I think the over a very like a theme woven throughout was just how important friendships are and how I I have really good friends and like mm-hmm. and even more like I have made like newer friends recently who are really really good friends I I just feel so thankful for that um yeah so thankful yeah you know you know what they say and I think that this also does speak speak to our friendship before I respond to what you said which is um make new friends uh but keep the old one is silver and the other is gold wait and that's us Amy (laughs) yeah you're yes. silver and I'm gold. Yes. Gosh, well, I'm so, yeah, like, I'm so thankful for your friendship. Oh, my gosh. I'm so thankful for your friendship. But no, it's so, I feel like it's so empowering to make friends now at, at this, like, still kind of early stage of adulthood, though, because I had heard that it's so hard to make friends once you get out of college, like, it's so impossible And it sounds like you and I have had pretty similar experiences where, you know, like our older friendships are still really strong and 
really important and significant, but there's been such a joy in making, in making new friends. And it's just, it's just the best. It is really like, it is really just such a gift. Like I can't really put into words how important and meaningful it's been and how wonderful it's been in my life. But yeah, it's so special. So we love friends. Yeah. Love friendship. We, the power we really of friendship. Do. And it is like, yeah, because I feel like there were times in the last, I don't know, I'll say like year or like maybe like year and a half where mm-hmm. it felt it felt kind of hard to make friends as a 20-something-year-old um, living in such a big city. But then when I, but now I look back and I'm like, but I like made, I made so many good friends and like, and in the moment it felt really hard and really awkward. And like, I wasn't sure like what I was doing, but now I look back and I'm like, oh my God. So I think that you just kind of collect people and like, you do. And the good ones just kind of stay with you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's so meaningful. It's like we, there's, there's this idea of like putting, putting like work into relationships. It's like when it's worth it to go above and beyond. And I've noticed that like in some of my newer friendships, I've had to grow in certain ways mm-hmm. that, and I felt so, and I'm still kind of growing and maturing, but I felt so lucky to be able to do that through like the safety of, of strong friendships. Um, yeah, it's, re- it's really beautiful. <laughs> I'm so happy for us that we've had friends and that we are friends. Me too. Go us. Um... Go us. And if anyone's listening and you need some friends, we will be your friends. <laughs> well, I, I guess, I don't know. Amy seems hesitant. Um, <laughs> Amy's like, I have too many friends right now. Please don't, please don't contact me. Um, no, actually, yeah, you, that's true. Oh, Amy, Amy, Amy is, uh, yeah, you can, you can add your name to Amy's uh, waiting list, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Listen. What was I going to say? I don't know. Do you have, like, how do you feel like, what do you feel like you've done to like make friends? Oh, I have a formula for it. Um, okay. actually, will actually. You share, and will you share it with us yeah. someday? If, well, no, I can share it right now. I've shared it with actually one of my friends, which is I got really lucky and um, I joined various like social groups and I made friends through, through those. And so like, if you have a mutual interest, with people that could be anything. Um, I was really lucky. I made a lot of friends through volunteering, like really good friends. And you have to keep going back to the same place. It's like making friends Mm -hmm. in school or making friends at a school club. And so it's like re it's recreating that experience as an, as an adult. So that could be like a recreational sports team that could be volunteering. That could be like a hobby group or something like that. Um, And you just meet people with like the same interests and you don't have to be friends with all of them, but like you will make good friends. It's marvelous. It's unbelievable. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And I think that is like good advice. And it it seems kind of infantile to be like, join a club or like go volunteer or whatever. Cause I was thinking, I kind of want to join. There's like a roller derby league um, in Brooklyn. Do it. I kind of want to join. Um, but I think stuff like that is so fun and like that is just a good way to meet people. Um, so maybe start maybe start with that. Um, but it's funny because all this talk of friendship kind of relates to another thing that we were going to bring up. Um, so I'll tie it in. I'm excited to tie it in in a second. But <laughs> Amy, um, what's on your list for, for today? For today? Well, you know, we've spent a lot of time talking about our lists, our past lists. So what's on my list for today, actually, and I think it might be the same as what's on your list for today is our podcast. Yes. Chloe. <laughs> that is on our list. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited for season two of season two What of Are You what Wearing? Are you wearing? Yes. So speaking of friendship and speaking of the podcast, if you are listening to this and you like what we have to say, then share it with a friend say yeah. from 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 one friend to another from two friends to you share the pod yeah say call your friend and say hey friend i was just <laughs> listening to two other friends talk about friendship and i wanted to share this with you 
but this is kind of our our push. This is our this is our our version of like a marketing campaign, I guess, is just <laughs> to challenge you, the listener, to share dear, this dear podcast, reader. dear reader, um, share this podcast with one person who you think might like it, um, and just to help us grow, because Amy and I have a lot of ideas for what we want to do together, what we want to do with this podcast. Um, and what we want to wear. And what we want to wear. We have we have a lot of ideas, um, but a lot of that can only come from just having more people um, connected with us through this. And so, yeah, just share this episode, share this pod with one person that you know. Um, and also, I, I have a couple other exciting announcements. Can May I make them? Please. Well, this new season of the pod is going to be similar to the previous season, except, well, one, we know what we're doing more, but also <laughs> we're, we're going to have guests. We're going to have guests. We're going to talk to other people on the pod, which is very exciting. Um, I had one guest confirm with me today. Oh and my I, gosh. And I forgot to tell Amy. I'll tell you after after this uh, recording. Um, but also, we're going to have stickers we are going to have stickers. And they are going to be free. But maybe right? we could send some to Australia. To maybe, Australia. maybe we could send some to all of our listeners in Australia. Um, but we will have stickers available. And so expect to be hearing from us of when they're available. And we will get them into your hands. Yes. And in your hands, on your laptops, on your water bottles. Um, wherever your- you... <laughs> Wherever, you, wherever you put your stickers, wherever you wherever you put your stickers, there on your phone with, case, there we shall be. I put I put I'm them gonna put my, mine on my phone. I put them I on my helmet. That's for, cute for roller skating and on my notebook. <gasps> and I That's literally so cannot wait to have what are you wearing stickers. I know. How but cool yeah, like is this, that? like I I can't wait to have what are you wearing swag. <laughs> and this is this is why we need more people to listen so that we can justify making like what are you wearing hats yeah i want to i want a and little totes, stitch hat and tote bags hats, totes a tee i want um sweatpants that say okay. what are you what are you wearing across the butt and but okay. in, in juicy couture, in juicy couture font with with bedazzling i think we could make it happen okay i don't think you would wear Honestly. those though would you um no i would not wear them but i would gift them to people okay it it could just say w-a-y-w across the butt okay but we'll talk about this later and like in like you know our our business meetings we we could have more than one sweatpant that's true i guess i would wear like what are you wearing joggers where it said like what are you wearing down the leg yeah so we could have like the we could have like the uh streetwear Streetwear sweatpants. What are you wearing? Sweatpants. We could have the juicy inspired sweatpants. You know what Let's I see. would. You know what I would do yeah. is I would copy a designer shoe exactly, <gasps> but then just have it say like the like Balenciaga shoes, but it just says what are you wearing on the side. What if we had a <gasps> that just said what are you wearing? Oh, Amy, now you're talking. Okay, everybody. yeah, we should. You should cut that out. That's my idea. That. <laughs> That is a really good idea. I was joking with, you can maybe keep this in, but I was joking with someone recently that I was, I said, I can't think in front of men anymore. Because um, they keep stealing your ideas. They keep stealing my ideas. It's true. And so, and so um, yeah, so we can cut out some of that because okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll, those we'll are our ideas. Yeah, we will, we will gatekeep. We should just bleep out. <laughs> we should just bleep Gaslight out what we're saying. Ones. Yes. Yeah. Well, this bleep out what we were saying. Um, and those are our ideas. So you better like, subscribe, rate, share this pod so that you can get your hands on some of this exclusive merch um, from the What Are You Wearing podcast. I love it. I love it. And I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. And I love Niles. And I love our friendship. And I love that um, I am silver and you are gold. It's so true. Isn't that I think that is a I think that's a Sufjan Stevens Christmas album. Oh really? Silver and gold. Well, I guess that's just Chris a Christmas. Okay, that's just a Christmas. Oh, song. our Christmas episode is going to be so oh, fun. What do you wear to a holiday party? I can't. I literally can't wait. Also, happy almost um, Rosh Hashanah. Thank you. Happy almost Thank birthday. You. Thank you.
Um, wow. My favorite holiday is actually, it's coming up, it's Yom Kippur. Yes. So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to atoning. I can't wait for our Yom Kippur episode. What to wear wow. to atone? You wear white, actually. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't. I can't wait to have this. I think we really should have an episode about it. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Well, that's all. I love you. I love you. That's all. That's, that's all. all. What are you wearing? Is sponsored by absolutely no one and produced by Amy and Chloe in the comfort of their own homes. If you want to know more about what we're wearing, reading, listening to, and thinking about, you can follow us on Instagram at whatareyouwearingpod.